What's going on guys? This is your Not So Classified Millennial Survival Guide and your host Dalton here. Got a real exciting uh, podcast planned for you guys today. We took a deep dive into the life of Trent Haynes, um, a millennial who is uh, killing the game with a little bit of side hustle. So without further ado, let's get to it. Welcome back all you millennials. I want to thank you for tuning back in as we kind of get this uh, show back under the road. I know we had a little break in the in the monotony there for us. We took some time off to kind of regroup and uh, reassess after our first eight episodes, but welcome back to any of the listeners that might have been with us before and to anyone listening to us new again. Thanks for joining us here at the Not So Classified Millennial Survival Guide. Um, the way we're kind of going to attack the uh, the podcast moving forward here, I think, is something that we're going to have a lot of fun with. Um, we're going to feature millennials, uh, you know, 1977 to 1996. If if you guys are interested in in getting featured on this podcast, you know, if you're a hardworking millennial and have some side hustles going on, or just feel like you're really succeeding at life and and have some value to give, you know, we want to have you on the show. Um, we just want to give everyone across the country and across the world a perspective of you know millennials who are really kicking ass out there and um, aren't part of the uh, stereotypes or don't believe the stereotypes that we're kind of being grouped under today um, and I think our first feature uh, Trent Haynes uh, from Texas is is the exemplification of you know saying that none of these stereotypes are, are true about millennials. He's a, he's a hardworking go-getter, and um, I think he brings a lot of value to you know, not only this podcast, but hopefully to your guys' lives in some way, shape, or form. So I uh, hope you guys enjoy this interview. Like I said, Trent Haynes. Hey, how's it going, boss? What's going on, Trent? How are you? Good, my man. Just getting off work. Awesome, man. So what do you do for work? <laughs> so... Uh, it's pretty funny, actually. Uh, wherever I left high school, I had this bright idea of being the CEO of Boeing. And so I uh, took it upon myself to try to get an internship with absolutely no experience whatsoever. And uh, it, it ended up working, but I found out that I actually hated it. So, <laughs> um, so what I do is I build parts for the uh, B-22 Osprey. So what that is, is a uh, it's pretty much a... It's a hybrid between a plane and a helicopter, and it, it'll it take off straight up, and then its props will kind of lean forward, and then it'll start flying off, essentially. But I make a, a de-icing boot. I make four of them a night, and they're 15K a piece. <laughs> now, that is pretty cool. So, guys, we have Trent Hayes with us tonight um, on uh, the Not-So-Classified Millennial Survival Guide. Trent's out of Texas. Uh, Trent, where exactly out of Texas are you from? Uh, Fort Worth, my man. So for your full-time job, you make the parts. You know, um, you run a side business. What all does that entail? Right. So my side business is mainly videography and photography, so content creation. And then uh, we we do a hair bit of Facebook marketing and things of that nature. So... Do you, do you want me to get a little bit into that? You want me to explain? Yeah, I mean, how, how the heck did you get started in it? You know, what made you want to go down that road of saying, hey, this is pretty cool. Let's let's do this, too. Right. So <laughs> it's funny because this this all started with me watching the main man, Gary. Um, so let's uh, let's backtrack about a year and a half ago. 
And I was sitting there, and I was watching his very first video, and I was like, what the heck does this guy do? And I started looking into it. My first intentions were making money. Like, that that's all I wanted to do was make money with it. Amen. So, Don't we all? <laughs> so I tried I tried to make money with it, and it failed, and it failed, and it failed time after time and again. And I wasn't picking up his essential message, and I was doing it because you love it, right? Mm-hmm. And so nine companies later, uh, nine of those failing, and me being on 10th right now, um, all of those were all super greed uh, businesses that I'd started. And I got this, you. this one, I was finally like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to work for free. I don't care what it, what it entails. Like, I just want to get hands on business because I mean, I was sending people like quotes up to like $1,500 <laughs> to do things. And they're like, no, you have absolutely no experience whatsoever. Right. Like, so, wait, what, what gave you that right to sell at that price point, given like your lack of experience pretty precisely, much? Precisely. Precisely. So I started looking for leverage rather than like a, a meal ticket, basically. And what I found is doing that free work. So I did uh, I did about for different like small businesses around town. So this was me going out every day, calling up businesses. Hey, can I make you something? I, I called about 50 businesses. That's awesome. They, they, they all shot me down. And then it was those last two that are, that opened up the gateway. And one of those people that I made free content for actually hit me up three months later and was like, hey, can you help us with marketing? And then that's how I got into that. And you were like, boom, number yeah. 50, there it is. Let's go and run with it. Exactly. And I, it's funny, though, because I explained to them, I was like, you know, I want to get into marketing, but I have no idea what the heck I'm doing. Can we, like do some kind of like work together right right and yeah totally i think that's that. that's kind of that's kind of how i came across you was was through uh some gary v content and just kind of you know shuffling through social medias and stuff and i was like oh this, is, this kid's got a pretty good social media account you know let's let's give it a follow and then um through you posting every day on your stories and just coming to some some of the stuff that you uh, post on a daily basis um I was like, man, he's got some good content. And um, it is kind of that message like Gary Vee always, always talks about, though, is you finally found like what you love rather than that meal ticket like you were talking about. And I think that's huge. Um, what I've kind of picked up on my own, um, too, with starting this podcast and just in a, a couple other side hustles that I got going on for myself is, you know, when, when you stop looking for that automatic like get rich quick scheme, and you just you go down the avenue of truly wanting to invest yourself in something, yes. it, be, it begins to pay out dividends, not quicker, but in the much kind of yeah, macro no, I scale. Yeah, de I definitely get what you're saying, though, because talk, talking about the get-rich-quick scheme, man, I can't tell you how many people were like, oh, yo, if you pay like 500 bucks, you can get in on this, and I can – I could tell you that if you get your friends and family in on it too, they're like <laughs> revenue streams and blood, like they give you the glitz and glam. But see, the fact of the matter is for everybody listening right now, like it's really, it's not that it's not that at all. You have to do it because you really enjoy it and you under like, don't, don't expect it to profit right from the get either. I mean, that, that's a big, Oh, one. <laughs> exactly. I think, I think anything that you start, you know, sands your 40 hour a week job, you have to understand, listen, it's not going to make me money and you're probably actually going to start investing and spending in that like kind of side hustle to get yourself started, to get yourself yes. in, in some doors because 
you're going to have to invest if you want it to be a long-term deal. Definitely. So just, just for a little bit of perspective. Um, so the beginning of this year was, okay, so I, I had driven down to Houston because I don't know if you know a guy named Grant Cardone. I'm sure everybody that's listening right now knows a guy named Grant Cardone just because he's like, give me my money. Basically. And if you guys don't, I'm giving you authority right now. Stop the damn podcast and look up Grant Cardone. Yes. You're going to get fired up. And then come exactly. back, of course, come back to this damn podcast. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So what I had done, so Fort Worth is obviously far ways away from Houston. He had flown down there, long story short. Went down there and made a post. He ended up, so at the time, he was giving away free cash and stuff for people that made cool posts. Ended up giving me 500 bucks. And I had driven down with, like, I want to say I had about 200 bucks in my pocket. Mm -hmm. So I had to spend 85 of that to get a hotel room and then the rest on gas. And then had to get through the rest of the week to make some money, right? And I was like, you know what? Something's telling me that I need to go down there. I need to go down there. Ended up making that 500 bucks, instantly took that 500 bucks, put it in video gear. I started doing video at the beginning of this year and made a profitable company out of it. Now, that's, that's awesome, man. I mean, now, yeah, yeah. So, and now looking at it in this aspect, I really haven't even pulled a profit. Like, all the money that I've made this year has been recircumvented into the company. And that's how y'all guys win. I think that's major. Yeah, that's, 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 that's such a major aspect that, that people don't realize. It's like you're not going to pay yourself in, in probably the first year, maybe even two, maybe even three. I don't know what you know kind of scaling you're looking for, but if, if you truly want to invest in and get the right kind of gear, whether if it's a technology brand, you know, keep up to date with technology, and um, you're not going to make an automatic profit. But it's it's going to be satisfying to know that it is there to keep reinvesting. Definitely, definitely, definitely. So now, did, with all your with all your content making, and I know you mentioned Gary V. Have have you had a uh, a mentor or anything in in Texas that you've kind of you know been able to look upon, or has it all been self taught? It has been self taught, and because of the main fact of. I, so I, I'm a very, I'm a very uh, weird person. I can be introverted, but I can also be extremely extroverted in a lot of scenarios. But my thing is, is that if I'm going to be successful, I need to figure out the most primal basics on my own. And that is being self-disciplined. That is waking up on time. That is making myself work whenever I don't really necessarily feel like doing the work. Mm -hmm. And I don't think... I think anybody that's starting out doesn't need to go try to find a mentor right away. And here's my explanation for that is because you don't even know yourself yet. So why would you have someone mentor you and create, I guess, like a, a replica, right? You want to be, you want to be in that mindset of, I want to harvest your information, not become you because you yeah. want to become your own self. Oh, I think that's, I think that's so huge. And we get so wrapped up as you know, just kind of people around me that I've even seen do it. It's so easy to do within a social media day and age. It's like, oh, well, this person does it so successfully, you know, in this aspect or that aspect. So I'm going to be them. It's like, no, you can't. Yes. You know, you, you, you just can't. You have to understand, like you said, you have to primarily kind of understand what your, what your reactions are going to be, what you're, what you're good at, what you're not good at, where you're going to have to build yourself around, you know, just your everyday actions to make yourself good before you can even go to someone 
because the way I always look at it is like what the time you need a mentor is when you've truly figured out yourself and then say, all right, I know after studying myself for so long that I'm not good at this, but this person has a pretty good ability to get this done. I'm going to go learn how they get that done so I can add to myself to become greater of a value in my own. Exactly. So no, man, that's awesome. I I love that it's all self-taught and that kind of just goes back to, um, what I think a lot of people miss with our generation and within millennials is like they tag us as lazy or they tag us as the generations is not willing to go out there and, and then kind of get theirs. But it's like, we're just doing it in a different way than generations before us because we have that technology at our hands. You know, exactly. we, we, we essentially have more leverage than any other, any other generation by far. We have more leverage to create something so easy. I mean, you can go start up a freaking Instagram account over dogs and post nothing but dog videos and then have like 500k followers within like the next year. Yeah, it, and and I don't know if I don't know if anyone's heard of Google, but you know, you can start creating content by just watching YouTube videos or you can start, you know, building yourself a a set of tools via cameras and lenses and this that and the other thing all via just people making lists and finding, you know, so many people out there are constantly writing blogs and, uh, you know, trying to help other people grow. So it's, it's, it's as simple as a Google search, you know, to kind of get your start if you truly want it. Definitely. And I do, I couldn't agree with that more. Like, honestly, like if you're trying to figure out where to start, put it on paper, like ability to learn and to just start from nothing. And I mean, there are cases out there where overnight sensations and then, you know, people are set for life. So it's like, I, I, I agree. I think it's, it's a, it's writing down a list of what you truly love or what you truly find a passion in first and then going down an Avenue. It's not, all right, what's going to make me money. And then let's go try and do it because you're not, because you're not going to put that like two, 3 AM time in on something that's just a money maker exactly. for you. It's not a, it's not a passion. Exactly. And a, a super good gauge also is doing things for free and seeing if you like doing those things for free. Like if you really, really, really love what you do, it shouldn't matter if you make money or not. You should be happy doing that. And that that's like, I, I say that I'm like, I want to be my own mentor and things like that. But if I had to really look at it, I would have to say the biggest influence in my entire life would have to be Gary. People can tell when you're looking to make a quick buck or if you're truly out for their own good, whether it's in business, you know, whether whatever you are avenue you're going down in content creating or, you know, sports or anything, it's it's that kind of human sense of just being able to tell when someone means good or not. And and there's a huge kind of human I wouldn't call it like a I guess I would I, I'd call it like a human cheat code with empathy because people relate to it so damn well. They do though. They, they really do. Like if you, if you really want to yeah, cheat to success, you need it, to be It truly is, man. And trying to help people out in this podcast is it all started with Gary and like kind of me consuming his content. And I was like, that just makes sense. I was like, it was like a light bulb. It was like, well, duh. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know why there was ever a, a point where it wasn't a well duh kind of moment. But once, once the light bulb yeah, was turned, yeah, yeah. you know, it, it, it truly just does make sense. Exactly. And also too, like something that I also want to stress as well is that this all takes time. All like 
I, it, yes, it took a year to get this thing finally kicked off. I've spent, uh, I want to say mm-hmm. about five grand getting this little company started up. I think I made, I want to say somewhere around $3,000 this year. So, I mean, I, I almost made all my money back, but it, it all takes time. You don't need to expect like overnight success, right? Yep. Like it put it, put it into perspective like this, like it took Russ nine years. Like I'm sure people know who Russ is by now. So he, he hustled for nine years and then finally he, he kicked off and now everybody thinks, gosh, he's an overnight success. He did this, yeah. he did that. And everybody's trying to like figure out the magic formula. There is no magic. Formula. It, it, it takes people years. There's just no other way to say it, whether it's in sports, when people pop up on this, on the scene, you know, or, or if it's within uh, influencing or anything, it's, it's there in the background, busting their ass when no one else was there to match them. And that's why they were able to, go leaps and strides ahead of everyone else because it's just hard work plain and simple exactly and like to hop into like hacks and things like that like things that you can do to really get in there like i think ground level you just need to start with your work ethic you need to start with like how you're thinking you need to make sure your mind is even in the right place so that that means like getting in the gym like even though it may not be your thing and you're not really comfortable with yourself even taking care of yourself physically you know physically having yourself in the right state of mind always seems to have me in a mental good state of mind too to just get shit done and it's just like it i don't know if it starts with just getting saying all right i'm gonna go do this and getting getting that one little task done that builds into getting a ton of other tasks done throughout the day but i agree man getting in the gym is huge for me to stay on on path with whatever i'm working on not not only does it build a healthy lifestyle, but it also builds a healthy mindset. It does. It teaches you to push yourself when, when you think you got nothing left in the tank or it just, you know, always trying to get that one more here, one more there. Um, if you can do it in the gym, you can do it anywhere. And, and that'll, and that'll lead you down the path to exactly. any kind of entrepreneurship, getting stuff done, you know? Exactly. And like another, another hack that I would kind of suggest, oh, buddy, let me like tell you. Red Bull or coffee, <laughs> even though those are like my two favorite things that I do thoroughly enjoy. Like I have a caffeine addiction from hell, but like something that I would highly recommend is like, we're going to like throw back a little bit to like creating content for people. Like that is where I found out what I like and what I don't like. And I think like, so this is something that I figured out for my vlogs next year. So I'm not starting to vlog till next year. Like I'm not starting that up until I've created more content for people. And I'll tell you why is because I want to, I want to create more for people. That way I can understand more so my style of how I create that way I can give better content to other people. So taking time away from social media is totally acceptable, but still document like still document all those interactions. But you're, you're taking notes, you're learning, you're adjusting, you're understanding what works for you, you're understanding what doesn't work for you. And I think I think you could just always, at the end of the day, be creating something, whether it's something you're producing for a public content each and every day, you know, for yourself, or if it's like you said, for someone else, just to kind of be doing rather than sitting stagnant on something. I think that's kind of something that I, I even learned with this podcast was, you know, uh, I got I got through some episodes and um, had, had some conversations and just wasn't real happy with the direction it was going. So, you know, we took a couple of weeks and we sat back and we just said, hey, what what are we? You know, we, we kind of had like a self-reflection and, and we studied other podcasts. We looked at other people and how 
they interacted and, you know, I recorded a ton of conversation is kind of the way I started looking at it. And I found out how I worked and how other people worked and what worked for me in conversation as opposed to what I was maybe trying to force. And I, I think once you understand what comes to you easily, you'll be able to have that kind of work for you in the long run. If you, if you have something that's not working, you know, take your time to figure it out. Don't feel like you're, you're kind of rushed in any zone and just produce something that's not working. You know, always it, the way I look at it, always kind of take time to, to figure yourself out and understand how you work before straight up you jump into everything straight up things that gave me like a lot of anxiety starting out, like, especially with logs. Like I try to create two times a week. That's what I was trying to do. And I realized that the amount of time that I had within a day didn't like, like I wasn't able to keep up with other people. And I was always watching other people. Oh my gosh, they're creating three, four times, five <laughs> times a week. And I'm like, how can I not do this? Well, these people have super interesting lives and you kind of have to have that reality check of like, I can't, like, I can't really provide a lot of value. So right now I just need to document and yeah. create what I can because I'm boring as shit. And, well, like, and, that's you, and, you, and you see a lot of these people too. And, and what's, what you don't realize is they have teams. Some of these people have teams and even if they aren't doing it by themselves, they have like a significant other or two or even maybe three people that are helping them produce content and put stuff out on a daily basis. So like, I, I agree. It's, it's, it's not always about judging yourself against the next person. Yes. You want to make, a ton of content because at the end of the day, as much as you can make still isn't enough. Like you always want to keep making, but like there, there needs to be a reality point where it's like, all right, this is all I can do right now, but I at least got to do something. Exactly. Because staying stagnant never helped anybody. Like, so I've taken a break from social media. I want to say for like the past three weeks like i was astonished that anybody hit me up you'd be like hey yo dude you want to be on a podcast i was like oh, <laughs> yeah sure but like i i took a break so i could create more and really figure out like what it is exactly i wanted and like don't feel bad whenever you take those breaks because like even though this is the first year of like really getting into the things that i want to get into like i still understand that everything takes time like right now I, i'm 22 i don't know how old you are dalton but, I'm 24. My man. Okay, so you're 24. <laughs> yeah. So we you, we both obviously have an immaculate amount of time to do oh, whatever. Down. Say we say we screw up and it takes us two years. Great. So I'm 26, and then another two years I go into something else and it doesn't work out. All right, I'm 28. You know the amount of people that and and this kind of just goes back to just seeing all of this entrepreneurial content. So many people who've struck like big companies gold haven't done it till their 40s, but they didn't start till their mid 30s or something like that. It's something crazy like that. And I think that's also what's awesome about and what I've seen a lot with within our millennial generation is so many millennials are out there grinding or putting something to the grindstone and just saying, listen, I'm going to try it. And if it doesn't work out, so be it. I have time. And and it just goes back to we are so young that so what if it doesn't work out and, and we have to start fresh at even 35? See, okay. So what? Hear, hear me out on this because I have a very interesting take on the whole entrepreneurial thing. So you, you tell me how you really feel about what I'm about to say. 
I, I don't like to label myself as an entrepreneur. And here's why is because there's such a bad stigma right now around entrepreneurism, because you have these people who can make these shit accounts and buy followers and things. And they put entrepreneur in their bio. Like my thing is, is like, I don't feel comfortable being associated with that. Mm -hmm. Do you feel the same way? Like, do you feel like that you would classify yourself as an entrepreneur but you don't put it out there to everybody or how, how do you like function on that? So I have it in my head. I know in my head, I'm working towards building myself to be an entrepreneur. I'm not going to post about it. I'm not going to tell everyone that I'm an entrepreneur because I'm not, like you said, I'm just, I'm not there yet. I haven't truly built anything yet, but I'm working on it and I'm trying to build myself tendencies, you know, just, habits that that go down the road to leading to entrepreneurship but and i I think that's huge i think i think that i would love to kind of jump into that real quick is you don't automatically label yourself and post on every social media site that you're an entrepreneur (laughs) the minute you say oh i do arts and crafts or i make this or i i created a logo for this one company one time you know and it worked like so many people take one off kind yeah. of ideas or one hit wonders and say they're an entrepreneur. You're not. It's it's over a long yep. period of time and I think it goes back to what Gary Vee says all the time. Being historically correct over a long period of time is what builds you into an entrepreneur in the in the truest of senses. Yes, like that it's like building blocks in a sense. You're finding different pieces to put onto this that are going to make you into this beautiful empire state building of an entrepreneur. Like that is the ultimate goal. That's kind of what you want to get to, to where you run your own shit and people work underneath you. And then you can provide, like, I think that's the entrepreneur, like to me, at least that's the way I see entrepreneurism is like, you're, you're out there to create something and you're out there to provide for other people and to lead a group of people into success and greatness and to, for the reciprocate, oh, 100%. That, like, you know, and I think it's, it's like you said earlier, it's, it's a trap a lot of a lot of millennials do fall into is that 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 stigma of, a, of entrepreneurship. And, oh, well, I, I am. And, you know, well, and you ask them, well, why are you an entrepreneur? Well, I have this one thing. All right. Well, what else are you doing? Uh, you know, I, I really don't know. Uh, I, I, I thought I thought this one thing pretty much does it for me. And it was like, well. And then you get, you, get, you get deeper down the line and deeper in the conversation. True, You're like, well, you know, how much do you work on it? Well, a couple hours a week. You know, how much are you grinding on it? I'm not grinding on it. You know, it's exactly. the, the more and it is. It's, it's so fake. And it's, it's because of social media that, that entrepreneurship gets a bad rep. But um, at the end of the day, the true entrepreneurs that I, I think it kind of just goes back to um, authenticity of self in a way and just understanding where you're at. And like, like I said, I'm not going to parade around saying I'm an entrepreneur or try and give entrepreneurial advice, but I am going to always have in the back of my mind that I constantly want to be building myself in that mentality. So that's awesome. Exactly. Well, Hey, I just want to wrap it up guys. Trent has been awesome today, providing some serious value. Um, I can't wait to, uh, to get this onto some clips and, uh, get this full podcast out. But uh, something that I want to start asking everyone that's on this show, you know, if you had one thing that would go down with Trent 
next to your name forever inner survival guide for millennials for the standing of time, what would it be? Patience. And it's so cliche. It, it's it, it's extremely cliche because I mean everybody says patience, 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 but that has been the uh, the hallmark of this entire year for me is finding my inner patience and finding out who I really am. Because not only does patience help you develop your character, but it also helps you develop the things that you love doing. And with that, that's why. Now, Trent, where can uh, where can I'm people about. go to find you on uh, on social media? Right. So you can find me on Twitter at. Haynes, H-A-Y-N-E-S, one Trent, and then on Instagram at Trent Hain, T-R-E-N-T-H-A-Y-N, and then if you want to hit up my Twitter, uh, or not my Twitter, my uh, my YouTube, it's Trent Haynes, going to be a guy with a camera or a new headshot. Awesome. I don't know. Well, either way, guys, out, if but... he figures out his headshot or not, go freaking follow the kid because he's really got some serious grind in the game. And uh, I like where your head's at, man. It's, uh, it's inspiring to, to hear kind of, you know, someone else around the same, uh, around the same age really just getting out there and, and doing what they love and pr- providing value to others. So, uh, man, it's been a pleasure. Hey, thank you, Dalton, for having me on, man. It was amazing. And, hey, guys, keep on listening because this guy's awesome, going to create more Like I said, content. Trent Hayes, thanks for joining us. Cheers. All right, guys. So that was Trent Hayes. I hope you guys uh, appreciated that content. And, uh, you know, if you did, give us a like here at Not So Classified Millennial Survival Guide. You can find us on Instagram at Not So Classified Millennial. And you can also find us on Twitter at Millennial underscore Guide. So, uh, yeah, guys, thanks for tuning in, and we're going to make this a weekly thing. Uh, We're going to, you know, showcase uh, millennials that are doing their thing and out there uh, making an effort to uh, better society as a whole and, you know, are just out there grinding on uh, making a life for themselves that's that's, uh, defying the stereotypes that uh, previous generations love to tag us in so uh, if you guys want to be featured you know hit us up in the DMs whether it's Instagram at not so classified millennial or on Twitter at millennial underscore guide uh, we, <clears throat> you know just just go find us and hit us up and we'd be glad to feature you guys on there so uh, until next week guys that's your not so classified millennial survival guide thanks for joining us What's up guys this is your not so classified millennial survival guide coming at you here guys we're back with season two thanks for bearing with us and i love you guys we're up over 1k already and we've only been through one season so god bless all you guys who have you know guys and girls excuse me there god bless all you guys and girls that have been listening to us from the start man i appreciate every single one of you this is Dalton Deerdorf coming at you guys. Like I said, we're back with season two. And I think I'm going to bring some uh, some inspiration into season two here. This is how we're going to kick it off, guys. I am psyched for season two. And the reason I'm psyched 
is because we're going to bring a very high energy into season two. I mean, this is going to be unreal. The, the, the lineup we have for people I'm going to be interviewing and the stories they're going to be telling and the motivation they're going to be giving y'all guys, seriously, I am so psyched to be able to put these stories in front of your guys' ears and let you guys listen to the amazing things that millennials are out there doing today. I mean, it's plain and simple. We're the greatest generation that's ever come upon this planet. We have more resources at our fingertips today than anybody that's ever stepped on this planet. Guys, we're millennials. We're amazing. And this is the not-so-classified millennial survival guide. Thanks for joining us. Get ready for a rant, because I'm about to give it to you. Here's the 2019. Let's roll. So guys, today I want to talk to you, mano y mano. This episode is just going to be me. It's going to feature no one, because the next, well, the, the next entire season, it's going to feature a lot of amazing individuals that I'm probably not going to get to share what I have to share because I just want to focus on their story. So here it goes. Guys, today I want to talk to you about your 5%. Now this is something I kind of just thought about over this past weekend and, and it was something I had to get off my chest. Guys, every single one of us has a 5% in us. We have a 5% that nobody else can reach. We have a 5% that within any given day differentiates us from every single other person on this planet. We have a 5%. Now, what I consider my 5% is this podcast and the ability to reach a lot of listeners and to be able to get my story out and have the ability to talk in front of thousands of people and affect maybe just a few person's lives throughout the day. It's my 5%. I'm comfortable with it. I excel at it. I know I'm good at it. But that's what I want to talk to you about today. I want to talk to you about your 5%. Something you may not be reaching. Something you may not be tapping that potential. Why are we not getting the 5% out of each and every person in society? And this is just something that's just been racking my brain for days and days and days. Like, why are so many talented individuals just not getting the full potential out of themselves. And I think it goes back to a theory that I have. It's our 5%. And the reason I say this is because I sit at a desk job every day and I feel like I'm unproductive. I have projects to get done. I have things to do. I have a list that needs to get done. And I get it done. 
But at the end of the day, I find more passion, more drive, more heart out of my side businesses, out of my side hustle, out of things that I'll stay up till 2 and 3 in the morning for. Just because I love it and because I truly want to do it. Not because society's pushed me into a degree to get it done or I feel like, well, I made this decision when I was 18. You know, this is the this is the major I made a choice to go in when I was a 18-year-old who didn't know shit about what the fuck he was getting himself into. And if you're offended by curse words, drop my fucking podcast now because... One, you're soft. Two, fuck. Because I don't... Fuck. Anyways. I'm about to go to a place... Where I think a lot of society has been waiting here. But no one's had the balls to say it. Guys, if you spent... Hundreds of thousands of dollars... On your schooling... Welcome to the club. And I mean that. Welcome to the club of over 1.6 million Americans who have student loan debt that they consider crippling. Yeah, that's right. 1.6 million Americans consider their student debt crippling. You don't think that that decision alone inhibits many of millennials like ourselves from changing careers right out the gate? You feel like you're stuck. I feel like I'm stuck. So I know you feel like you're stuck. But I'm here to tell you that's where your 5% comes in. Your 5% What you may not have realized, but you're about to realize, is going to change your life forever. That 5% is your passion. That 5% is that one little thing in your life. Or maybe it's a group of things. I don't know. It can be anything. But that 5% is that little drive in you that you'll wake up at 4 in the morning and have no problem getting up getting up for. Absolutely no problem. Yet you can't get out of bed for work. How I know I struggle. Alarm clock hits and it hits and it hits and it hits. Yet I just can't seem to get out of bed. Just can't do it. Not for something I hate waking up for. Man, my passions. I'll wake up for that. 4 a.m. in the morning. Ain't no problem. One alarm. Barely have to even hear it. I said, yep, I'm up. I'm ready to go. That's your 5%, ladies and gentlemen. That's it. That's where the golden goose lays. 
And I wanted to do this podcast today because I know I can't be the only one struggling with it. And I know I can't be the only one as a millennial thinking I spent so much money to go to a school for a major that I just don't love anymore. I can't be. I know I'm not. And if you're one of those people, I'm here for you. I'm with you. Contact me. Here I am. Seek me out. Let's have a discussion. Let me help you. Because I feel like I've helped me. Alright, so let's dive into it. Your 5%. I know I've brushed on the surface. I've said it's your passions. I've said it's the thing you wake up for no matter what. Whatever time of day. Whatever it may be. You love it. You really do. But let's get into the first part. How do you jump onto your passions and make money? Because we know that's the end-all, be-all. We're all trying to pay bills. We got rent. We got student loans. God knows we got student loans. Probably got a car payment. It's uh, it's just what we're roped into, man. I know it. So let's jump on how to make money. Well, if you're an artist or a creator, if you're good with design, as I've found myself being at least semi-gifted at through the $100,000 design school that I went for, set up an Etsy shop, put a little time in, sell something that you have a passion for designing in. Doesn't have to be much. Just set up an Etsy shop. Set up a Shopify shop. They're free. Well, Etsy charges you 20 cents per item. I think you can afford that. Cut out a Whopper for a week. (laughs) But you don't have to do much. Get yourself started with just a simple idea and let it run have fun with it but from my personal experience the Etsy shop with an Instagram business page is a very quick and easy way to start a passive income without having to do a whole lot of work. You'll find yourself inundated in your passion in a very short amount of time. 